Hello and welcome to episode 23, the final episode of the year, the year wrapped. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. Woo! It's Christmas. Oh, God. Hopefully that's okay. Do you feel like you're in the Christmas spirit, Cameron? I actually do, to be honest. I do, a little bit, yeah. We got we made an effort today, folks. If you're listening and can't see us, we are wearing our Christmas hats. We are. The fluff is sticking to my bald head. <laughs> so I'm just covered in red fluff. <laughs> Welcome to the show. I'm Matt Pearson, if you don't know me already, I'm with my co-host Cameron Hall. Hello. How are you, Cameron? I'm fantastic. Good. I'm great. How are Good. you? Still cold. Yeah, yeah. Still cold, but I'm getting there. Yeah. Um, the whole purpose of this episode, ladies and gents, is a bit of a wrap of the year. We've done 23 episodes this year, which is pretty good going. We oh, started yeah. in April, May. May, yeah. May. Started in May. Um, so we've enjoyed it a lot. Did you know only 1% of podcasts reach 20 episodes or more? So well done us. Well done us. Sorry, you had a fly just like land on your head a second ago. It just distracted me. Should have like twatted it. <laughs> just like you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, but so, yeah, one percent only reached episode twenty, which so, is crazy. Yeah, and so I think it's been nice as well because it's been a journey for both both of us. But also, we're figuring out the podcast, we're figuring out what's cool. Yeah. Also, how we communicate and talk, yeah. and it's yeah. just, I don't know. Yeah, it's just been really cool. We've learned a lot. Yeah, we've learned a lot, and we hope you you guys, you listeners, have enjoyed the podcast so far this year. Um, it, we just want to say thank you. Start, you know, first and foremost for listening. For tuning in, for engaging with our content on social media, it means a lot, and we hope you enjoy this episode and continue on to, into the new year. We've got some exciting guests lined up for the new year, so I think we said today, didn't we, that our focus is to get more guests on, yeah, into the new year. So get more guests on, so you can listen to us chatting about less shit <laughs> and more about people in the industry, yeah. But basically, what we're going to do today is a bit of a Q and A to round up the year, a bit of a summary of the year. So we're going to review our year essentially. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to start off, Cameron, asking you the question. We can go back and forth with each other. Okay. But the first question, it was, what was your favorite shoot this year? Is it a favorite shoot or a favorite project? Favorite shoot specifically? Shoot. I actually think it might be just like one of the universal music ones we did on the boat. Mm. Because you're on the boat, it's summer, it's summertime, you've got crew. Like I don't know, yeah, it's, just, it's unlike any other shoot I've ever done before. And if you, so, I think that's on your socials, if you want to go look yeah, at that. Yeah, yeah, we did a few projects throughout the year for that, but just that in general, no specific one shoot, but just yeah. that in general was like, nice. yeah, Decent. sick. I think my actually favorite shoot of the year would be directing my first video a couple of weeks ago. Oh, really? Yeah. I think... Wow, okay, I'm glad I could be a part of that then. Yeah, so I just think there's a few shoots that stand out, don't get me wrong, like bigger shoots that I've done, but directing my first video and kind of how well it went, we need to still sit and carry on making selects, by the way. Um, <laughs> oh, but God. I think like okay. it, I just had so much fun doing that and I think when you have an idea in your head and you can make it happen and turn it into a real life thing then it's just the best feeling ever so I'm going to say that that is my favourite shoot of the year ending the year on a high okay. my yeah very video. nice okay next question what was your favourite piece of kit that you used this year uh, it's the black arm car rig oh, that we used for the Aston Martin for, what, for, for the Porsche. Aston Martin shoot uh, yeah. and the Aston and Martin and the Porsche yeah. yeah that looked mega yeah, I saw you, so po- cool. you posted a reel of how you were setting up and stuff didn't you yeah yeah there's Which a bit of be- cool. behind the scenes on my Instagram yeah I think the fact that it's just rigged up to a back of a 4x4 it's just gonna look badass yeah you know I mean it's just it's just gonna look cool regardless so yeah well the main thing with that as well was that we 
we had to figure out how to scaff- put scaffolding on the car. Mm. And usually you might be able to just rent a car rig and it already has scaffolding yeah. attached, but we didn't do that. And I'd say that is the hardest part because depending on what vehicle you've got determines yeah. how you rig the vehicle. Yeah, I fair, guess. fair, fair. I'm going to be really boring with my response and say okay. that my favorite piece of kit I've used this year is my Sony a7R5. Of course it is. But as a photographer, I don't get to use many other cameras. So I did use and hire the GFX 100S Fuji, which is an amazing camera. And I hired that to photograph the project I did with my dad this year, earlier in the year. But I still think my Sony a7R5 is my favorite bit of kit. And to be honest, I've now started using the 70 to 200 2.8 G master lens. Oh, very nice. Okay. And I would the say new one, Mark II. I've used the Mark II and the one before, but okay. I would probably say that might be my favorite lens I've used this year. I also hired the 16 to 35 or 16 to 24, sorry, G master. 16 to 35. Um, and that was mega. And I got some of my favorite shots of the year with that. But I think the 70 to 200 has just pipped it. But that's probably my favorite piece of kit I've used this year. Okay, very nice. It doesn't nice, get yeah. that exciting in the photography world because <laughs> like, I feel like in the video world you can have you can rig up some pretty badass like yeah. pieces of kit. But like all I need is a camera and a tether cable. Yeah. Well, you said earlier like, oh, my pelly case is here, and it was like, well, why do you need a pelly case? You're a photographer. No, yeah, no, I, no. <laughs> people do use a pelly. No, no, case, I know. But I my joke was though was like, you just have a lens and a camera and just put it in your backpack. Yeah, and yes, yeah, obviously true. it's a joke though for photographers out there. Let's I think lighting wise, like we use the breezy lights, the big breeze lights for um, the Puma campaign, continuous. Mm. They are beautiful. And you can get like a, I think we the biggest we had was like, I don't know what it was, like an eight foot or nine foot octa. Mm. But you can get some like, I think Mike, the lighting guy was saying, I think you can get like a 15 foot, which is like huge. <laughs> um, That's what you'd use outside probably with a sun or something. Yeah, maybe. but some of those are really nice. Yeah. So it's probably using those lights, I think were very, very fun this year. Very nice. Okay, next okay. question. Biggest lesson that you've learned this year? I think the main one is being polite dilutes honesty i learned this very very recently and it can be any in any situation but i learned it when we was having a conversation with a client on a call and i came away from the call feeling like i hadn't got across what i wanted to get across from my side properly because i i prioritized being polite over being able to actually put our point across in a way yeah, yeah. and so in the end, if, I think if you have the option to be polite or be honest, and obviously you want to try and be both, like if you can be honest and polite at the same time, but sometimes you like can't say something or put it into the right words without it at least sounding yeah. a, a certain way. And so I think in future, I've definitely learned to just be honest and, you know, uh, try, try not to be as polite. Very fair. Yeah. Very fair. I think I've learned this year that business and the business side of this industry is a huge part of it and actually probably almost more important from like a revenue and a business side of things like it's almost more important than creative and if you can do it right and you can do it well then you can actually be really successful as a business so i think i've realized that this year and you've helped me realize that so going into next year and the end of this year i'm starting to look at things with a much more business mindset like outreach, how can I operate more as a business, start treating it more like a, you know, how can I scale this? How can I, you know, build something that's bigger than just me almost. So I think 
that I've realized you can have a super successful business and still be a mediocre creative almost. You just need to really get good at that business side of stuff. And that's what I've learned this year. And that's what I want to try and push moving forward. Definitely. I think that's a really good one. Yeah. Something that helped me with that as well was uh, when I heard someone say, I can't do that, but for the price I'm charging, I can find someone that can't. Yeah. And I thought, and they can a, do it to a, a bloody good standard. Yeah, that's yeah. a really good point. Like you can still charge for the project and then just find someone who can get it done to the standard that needs to get done. You don't necessarily have to have the skills yeah. that you're actually pricing for. 100%. Yeah. So that's what I've learned this year. And I'm definitely starting to think more about that and how I can push that forward into the new year and scale and kind of operate more as a business, especially now as switching to a limited company. Like I've done that this year. So it's all growth, mate. It's all growth. Hey, very nice. What is your biggest high of the year? I think this is like collaboration on like projects just throughout the year. And I think I've shot more personal projects this year. Not for me, but just personal projects like your bike project. There's also Steph's yoga stuff. There's also Jamie's stuff that we shot with him. And so I think that it's just been a more active year. In of just shooting and... You've collaborated a lot. Yeah, and getting like our ideas out there and... You know, things that you would usually put on the back burner because it's not a client project. Like, yeah. I'm pretty sure we've shot a fair few yeah. amount of just projects that weren't even, you know, paid. Yeah. Which is cool. Yeah. It's quite nice. Yeah. What about you? I think it was probably the Puma shoot. Of in, course. In the sense of the experience of having, because it's the biggest set I've been on in terms of like shooting and stuff. So, you know, having you know, an art department and a lighting team and a digi-op and an assistant and all of that kind of stuff and being able to be like, to run that scenario and keep the client happy and keep the talent happy, keep everyone happy and giving feedback and saying, can we adjust this? It's like having to work in that environment yeah, for three or four days straight and being happy with the results. I think that was probably my biggest high of the year. Like I grew a lot in those four days because I don't get me wrong. I've been on big sets and I've, there's a lot of people and a lot of moving parts, but I just felt like I had more of a say in stuff. This needs to be changed and this could be right. And people placed a lot of trust in me. So I felt like I grew a lot as a person. I feel like, oh, I can handle that and do a decent job. So the bar got raised. I was just about to say you set a new bar. I set yeah. a new bar for myself. So I think that was the biggest high of the year for me in terms of like, I came off the back of that shoot on this. I mean, you saw me. Like, I was on a high, <laughs> like a natural high. So yeah. that was really nice. I'd say that's probably my biggest high of the year. Definitely. Okay. What was your, what's your lowest low? What's your lowest low of the year? It's hard. Something like, that I sucker couldn't... punches you and you're like, oh, yeah, that was shit this year. I think it's probably something quite mediocre, just like maybe something business related or maybe that situation with that, that client where I, I felt like I couldn't, like, there was things, you know, just like, yeah, I think I would, I'd say I was quite disappointed in myself because you think that you're going to perform a, cer a certain way mm. and then when it comes to like that certain scenario or time to like do it... It all falls apart. Yeah, or like it doesn't fall apart but like you you come away and you're like, man, like I, I expected better. better of myself. And so I think that would be not like a lowest low in terms of like something happening to me but just kind of like a lowest low in like, ah, like that's something to know for next time, I guess, yeah, fair. you know? No real low moments then for you. I don't think so. I don't think I get low. You low. don't really get low though. Yeah. yeah. You're very 
quite mellow. You are very really. mellow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're not sensitive like me. Yeah. My Spider-Man 2 game did crash a few times. That was pretty low. <laughs> fair. 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 Go fair. on. What about you? I think my lowest low was the start of this year where yeah. I had no money. I had no work coming in. Had no emergency funds. I was in a hole and it was cold. It was wet. It was wintry. <laughs> I was just very unhappy. Yeah. That was a low You've for me. come a long way. I know. That come was a low for way. me. So, yeah, I think the start of this year when, like I say, when work's not coming in and you've got no emergency fund or a backup fund to like be like, oh, it's okay though. It's just stress. Mm. My mental health wasn't in a good spot either. And like a combination of things just like coming together to, you know, yeah. until I sorted my shit out. Um, so, yeah, I think that was the lowest for me this year, which is, it kind of makes me apprehensive about the start of next year. I know things are different and I'm in a different headspace and I've got an emergency fund, but I think it's just almost a bit like PTSD of the start <laughs> of the year and it's yeah. like, oh God, I hope Jan, Feb and March aren't quiet. Yeah. Which I think is why I'm so eager to get Christmas done, get New Year's done and then like get back to London second Jan, be like, right, back to work, looking for work. Do you know what I mean? Like shooting projects, like even if it's not paid, just getting out there and kind of getting after it and making some noise. Yeah. Like yeah. I feel way more motivated to do that this year because of, I think, of how the start of the year this year went. So. Yeah. But I also think you're in a better position, not just, if you could go through it last year, you can go through it again, but, and you're also in a better position this time. So. Yeah. 100%. And, and also this year is, I think you said it's like been one of your best years just in general, right? In yeah, terms like of, I had a six month period that is like the best I've ever had. Mm. So, yeah. You know, so, sense, I mean, yeah. I, I would almost be going into the 2024, obviously wanting it to be the best, but mm. kind of being like, oh, well, we know that the first half of the year is a bit yeah, whatever, but yeah. the second half can be a completely 180 on yeah. everything, right? Yeah. No, so, agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Okay. That's exciting. I'm it excited. Is. Yeah. Okay, next question though. Favourite movie of the year? Across the Spider-Verse. I still haven't seen it and I need to see it. That maybe is a crime. I'll, yeah, I, mean, I was going to say maybe I'll watch it tonight, but Yaz isn't into a cartoon animated Oh movies. God, I hate that excuse, man. <laughs> the best stuff is animated. And the reason why is because it's just limitations of creativity and imagination. Whereas at least when you're shooting an actual movie, you have limitations with actual, like, the actor and all these things. Mate, the best stories are all animated. Batman the Animated Series, Spectacular Spider-Man, Justice League, this Justice is, League This is coming from a comic book nerd though, so of course yeah, you're going to say these All things. the best stuff is animated. Like everybody, like you, you, Marvel movies are okay, amazing. Okay, you've given me a movie. You've given me a movie. You've given me a movie. Okay, fine. But I just, it's infuriating because Jamie says the same thing. I don't like animated stuff. It's like, right. Jamie... You, Jamie just started watching Invincible. Well, I'll let that's you, animated and it's amazing. And he even says it's amazing. So I'll let you tell Yaz that. Just get her to listen to this podcast, okay. Yaz. Yeah. <laughs> what are you playing at? Because okay. I probably won't say this to your face. So if I say it to this microphone, <laughs> it'll be easier. I don't. I don't have a favorite movie of the year. As no. In, I've watched movies and thought, damn, that was good, but they didn't get released this year. I didn't go see Oppenheimer. I didn't go see Barbie. You've not seen Oppenheimer. No. So like, I barely. Yeah, and obviously, well, there's been have to be strikes this year. this year, so there's a lot of films. That, I feel like there's a lot of films that haven't come out this year. Yeah. But there's not a film that springs to my mind that I'm like, damn, that was really good. So I, I'm, I'm sorry, but I actually can't give you an answer. <laughs> oh, we watched Guy Ritchie's Covenant. That was actually really good. Oh, I haven't seen that. That was I really enjoyed that. Okay. Um, 
We watched The Killer, didn't we? Oh, man, I thought that was shit. Yeah. Michael Fassbender's obviously phenomenal. But I, went, I went to watch the new Mission Impossible. Shit. I heard that was really good. No, didn't. Enjoy right, it. I, haven't I went seen to the that, cinema so. to see the new Gran Turismo. Pretty oh, my shit. God. Pretty shit. You haven't been to the cinema to see Oppenheimer, but you went to the cinema to see the Gran Turismo movie. Yeah. That is... I almost feel like that's an industry crime. Yeah, it probably is. There's not really many films that came out the other night. Okay, so next question. What's been your longest or latest invoice this year? I think it's been about three months. Who was it? <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't say. We're not working with them anymore. Three months. Uh, Just because we're, we're repositioning we're re the company, aren't we? So we're not working with yeah. that type of client anymore. But Three um, months. Yeah, three months. Yeah. I don't think mine's been that bad. I think... It's probably close to two months. Okay. But I've got to say, though, I do think this year has been a lot of late invoices, just like a lot of like chasing or like it'll, it'll, it'll get to 30 days, they haven't paid, so you just send them a reminder and then they pay it. And it's like this only happens every now and again. And it's almost every client where it's like, come on, guys. You need to remind every client. Yeah. Man, what's going on, guys? Yeah. And, it, and I think a lot of people have just been kind of lazy on it. And I think we've spoke about it before, but if you're ever working with a company where they have like an accounts department, if your invoice doesn't get paid on time, it's 90% of the time it's because the person either forgot or they just went, they, I don't know, like they just it didn't prioritize get, did it, it. Well, it didn't get passed on to the accounts department. To be fair, well, a few no, no, of my no, clients no. have been class and there's one new one that I'm enjoying working with that's been on time every time and I'm like, yes. Yes. Yeah. Also, this is probably another thing from our side with... If you're hiring crew, we always try to pay our crew within two weeks. Mm. So we have a 30-day policy where obviously everyone has like a 30-day policy of paying invoices. But if we've hired crew, we always try to pay you within 14 days. We don't tell them we're going to pay them in 14 days, but we always do because you want to incentivize your crew to like working with you. And so yeah. that's what you're going through right now where you go, ah, oh, this particular client pays like within... Yeah. Was it like two days or something? Great. Not two days. No. A week, it's, I don't it's, know. It's within the 30-day period. It's yeah. usually within the last week of the 30-day period. Okay. But it's still on time. And it's consistent. And, it, and it's consistent. Yeah. And they're bigger okay. invoices. So it's like, oh, it's nice. Like, yeah. That's um, what I mean. So you look forward to it and then you're like, ah, yeah, yeah. do but everything nice. for this client. But it should be like that with every client. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Next yeah. question. Sum up the year in three words. Can't even think of one. <laughs> okay. I'm going to say Go on. long is my first word. Okay. Why is that? Because it just felt, it's just dragged, man. <laughs> it's just, and as we get into winter, it's dragging even more. Okay. Um, so long is my first word. Growth is my second word. Been through a lot, came, came out a lot, grown a lot as a person. Third word, hungry. <laughs> <laughs> my tummy's rumbling. Third word, um, growth. What have I said? Growth long and hopeful because i've seen that i can do it and i've seen i've seen the potential so i know it's possible i know that's quite vague but like in terms I think of that's good yeah, yeah. So they're my three words what are your three words okay so my first one is insightful okay because similar to growth i think there's been a lot of reflection points yeah both good and bad i guess mm. i think you always learn about yourself which is kind of annoying yeah annoying it's good well, no, no, it's good, but I think you get to a certain point where you think that you've, you know yourself. Yeah. And then you come across something where you go, ah, that's something else I'm going to have to sort out because mm. you've maybe come across something that you've never come across before and it's made you sort of do stuff in a certain way and you go, Fair. damn. Yeah. Like, in a good way, though. I mean, 
So the other one was change. So there's been quite a lot, a lot of change. There's been a lot of change this year. Yeah. For you especially. Yeah, yeah. Good change. I don't think there's a not I don't think there's been any bad changes really. Change is I change, it's gonna happen in the Yeah, end, yeah. So. I welcome change. Yeah. So insightful change. Change insightful. Pay your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I'm just gonna say positive. Why? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, yeah, I I think you've got I think it's just been a really positive, got, and you got a positive start. outlook on the new year and approaching, and yeah. Well, I think yeah. I just always have a positive. Well, I, I think just things are looking start. up. Like a lot's changed this year, mm. and it's like right, a lot's changed. The bases, I've got my base, like my foundations, like nearly grounded out, and I'm just positive about it moving forward. I think that would be fair to say. Yeah, to you. yeah. I'm looking forward to getting cracking. Yeah, kind of getting cracking, but also being okay with taking more risks again yeah. because I think especially like obviously me and the guys teamed up together and I think before that you reached a place where you were you knew like how to do things in the business and but it was different and change to like work with other people on a regular basis and have to like navigate those things yeah and so I'm positive for the year and okay. also the upcoming year and stuff okay yeah. well that takes us into the nicely to our last question okay what are you going to do differently next year Nothing. I was perfect. We are. <laughs> no, I'm you joking. You heard it here first, lady. No, 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 no. What I would do differently next year, <laughs> to be honest, I think I might go a little bit harder on work again. I think I have been slacking a yeah, bit. Yeah, you have been, to be fair. What the heck are you talking about? <laughs> no, I, Just admit I'm, it. <laughs> no, no, you've been slacking on your own personal projects. So you've helped with a lot of personal projects. This is some tough love here. But you've helped with a lot of personal projects, but you keep saying, I want to do a basketball thing. I want to do this, but you haven't. You haven't done a yeah. single one this year. Yeah. So, like, you need to do what you want to shoot. You need to create what you want to create. Okay. Put it out into the world. I'll put it on my things for 2024. Cool. Too, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think just in general, I took a step back from working as hard. So it got to like 8 p.m. and I'd be like, oh, time to go home from the office. Well, that is and still normal. No, no, but... I think last year I was a lot more like, I would stay in the office till like 1am just because... Yeah, do you know why? Because oh. you got a girlfriend. That's why. No, but even on days where I'm not seeing her yeah. and I'm just like, oh, it's 8pm and I kind of checked out and I think I actually quite enjoy it. That's probably my fault. <laughs> and I think in a way I respect myself more when I do the things I say that I should do and need to do and even yeah, if I don't want to do them because sometimes it gets to 8 o'clock and it's like, well, I could just do this tomorrow. But really... I know that I work better at night, so really yeah. I should just stay and push through like the eight to like midnight or whatever. Mm, and that, I, I don't mean all the time, but I think in the past it was like non-negotiable. I just did it. Whereas now I think there's a little bit of like, oh, I want to go home and learn Blender. It's like that's nice, but you, it's not. It's not. It shouldn't be the priority of like going home and playing video games right now or going home and watching a movie tonight. Yeah, fair. you know. So I think I was just a lot better though. So I think I've taken, I've had a year of like stepping back a little bit. Yeah. And I want to get back on like holding myself accountable to gymming every day, no matter what. Like some days you get up, like this week I got up every day for the gym and I was like, bro, this is hard. Did but, you go? Oh, of course I did. You've yeah. been every day this week? Yeah, yeah. Well done. Yeah, except for, yeah, no, no. <laughs> except for Monday, Tuesday no, and every I, day that ends in Y. Except for yesterday <laughs> and today because it was, I got to the end of my, my routine and then. So you haven't been every day? No, yeah, I did. Apart I did. from I did today six days. yesterday. Yeah, six days and seven days. On the seventh day is my rest day. 
But you didn't go today, Saturday. You didn't go yesterday. So that's yeah, Friday. but I'm busy. I was here at nine in the morning with you, you today. Could have, been, could have gone earlier. No, no, no. I don't like doing that. <laughs> Half eight in the morning is okay, when I, I go. Okay, I hear your point. However, but point. my point though is that the reason why I want to do those things is because you respect yourself more when you hold yourself accountable. And I think I've, it's not that I haven't done the things that I said I was going to do, but I've allowed myself to watch a movie at night and mate, actually one thing I definitely need to do in 2024 is order less Uber Eats. I'm pretty sure how I have Uber Eats. How much do you spend a month on Uber Eats? Oh mate, I have no clue. Can you, no. can you have a look? What do you pay for it on? Let's go to orders and then let's go to, so as far as I can tell, one, two, three, In four, November. five, six. I order it about 10 times a month, which is about, I'd give or it's, take, it's about 20 quid. It's about 200 quid a month just on Uber Eats, which is obviously, by the way, I can't afford to do that. <laughs> Who the fuck can afford to spend 200 quid on takeout? But Clearly, you can afford it because you keep doing it. Well, yeah, obviously, but, a lot of them are probably you and Steph as well, so it's more than 20 quid then. It's probably more like 30 yeah yeah so i'm pretty sure these ones though just from november are mine mm. that's funny well yeah you can do that less next year all right you don't need to look at them properly now i'm just kind of scarred by how much i've damn i need to rail read that in yeah you do what i would do differently in 2024 <laughs> oh yeah because there's you <laughs> yeah don't forget about me yeah go on i just think that i like i said kind of earlier i want to look at my business in more of a businessy way <laughs> that's really badly put <laughs> what? but as in i want to start treating like like i said my instagram more like a business be putting stuff out regularly and like i said i'm redoing my website and i want to get my marketing down i want to get my outreach down like i want people to come to me for shoots regularly i want my inbox to be flowing i want do you know what I mean? I want business to be booming and I'm going to look at stuff in a much more business mindset. Okay. So that is what I'm going to be doing differently in 2024. Okay. Boom. Have you thought about like the policies that you want in place in terms of like when you work with people in yeah, terms of like contract. 50% up front, contracts? Um, I'm not bothered as much about the 50% up front, but I will have a contract in place with all new clients. Um, uh, that's probably the most important thing you should have. If yeah. anything, I would say don't have a contract but get 50% up front. No, I think the, if con there is the, the contract's choice. more important. No, I know, I'm joking. But what I mean though is that I don't think you can not have 50% up front. Well, I've survived this long without it. And, it's... and you should start charging project rates, not day rates. I'll also be doing that. Yeah, so you definitely should be getting 50% up front <laughs> then. But yeah, so I just want to look at it in a much more business mindset. And that's the plan over Christmas and New Year to get my head down and start thinking about that. Yeah. Scaling a bit more. That's the plan. Nice, man. Yeah. Nice, yeah. I'm excited. Sweet. Well, that wraps the episode. Yeah, we had a bit of a hiccup. I'm, a bit of a hiccup. I'm ready to, <laughs> Cameron's I'm ready to move on from yeah. it. Um, but thanks so much for, if you've made it this far. We hope you enjoyed the episode. We hope you have an amazing Christmas and we hope you have an amazing New Year. Oh, we didn't say Merry Christmas at the beginning of the episode. Merry Christmas. We did. Well, I shouted, it's Christmas. Okay, fine. For um, but yeah, we hope you have an amazing Christmas and amazing New Year. And we send you lots of love and we hope that the new year brings you many opportunities. Yeah. Stay and, creative. And folks. also we hope that your all your you continue voices get to paid. listen to us and <laughs> talk talk your ears off. We also hope that all your latent voices get paid. Yeah. So thank you. The most important thing. Yeah. 
Um, thank Hopefully you-, you have less inflated voices as well after talking to us. Matt's rolling his eyes because every time he tries talking, he just gets interrupted. Yeah. He does I'm, it to me all the time, though, and I'm I always pay attention. I'm ready for the A to be over. Goodbye. <laughs> That's how you end the Christmas yeah. episode. Goodbye. Merry Christmas, guys. Goodbye. <laughs>